Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. We're part of the Athletic Podcast Network. With me today is my good friend, Michele Barrett. Michele, what's up? We have the NBA. It's Everything is back as normal. I'm so, so, so happy. And um, yeah, I mean, I can't wait for the real games to be here. I know. Same. You, you don't want to watch more of Taylor Horton Tucker? Just I dumb, didn't, but I dumb. heard, I heard he he was pretty good, and also that Danny Aptia basically shot perfect percentage from the field. Yeah, Fred was excited this morning, so everything is great. Like we have we have a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk like about. Like not making up stuff. I know it's very odd. Feels very odd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so our YouTube. YouTube is down, so we're not on YouTube. We are on Periscope. So if you're joining us live on Periscope, be sure to leave us a comment or a question. And if it catches our eye, we will uh, we'll read it live on the pod. So thanks so much for joining. Uh, Yonik22 from Israel. Wow. Thanks so much for listening. So the Thunder beat the Spurs on Saturday night. And they didn't have a handful of players like Al Horford or Darius Baisley or Lou Dort. And you you just get to thinking, huh, they're just going to get their butts kicked because the Spurs, they played guys like LaMarcus Aldridge and Rudy Gay and DeJounte Murray and DeMar DeRozan and Jakob Pertl. And it didn't matter. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because the Thunder, I mean... Even outside of the the performances of guys like Teo and Poku and Shea, they just out executed the Spurs. And it's the preseason, so you can't you can't use it as like a platform to jump to conclusions with. Mm-hmm. You just you can't do that. But they played, and we'll get to like each individual player. But I just I'm still just astonished. Uh, after the rewatch of it at the just the style of play mm-hmm. and the defensive effort that was there uh, they were an extremely fun basketball team to watch i was i was shocked it really out, out of the gate they really kind of sputtered and i was like oh boy this is going to be a long game and then they got into their groove and it's like oh man like this is an entertaining brand of basketball yeah yeah i mean <clears throat> When we played Houston, uh, we as the Thunder, uh, in the bubble, I was kind of amazed by the the way in which Houston always found the corners. Mm-hmm. And boom, first game of the preseason, Inokisi is finding the corners with basically every player that handled the ball. I mean, Shea had a few passes uh, that were really good. Maladon hit a few, even George Hill. Poku hit Someone in the corner, I don't remember who, um, but everyone was moving the ball. Um, 
well, almost everyone. Um, but and it it was a uh, it was good to watch. Now, I'm terrified by the Spurs because I do think that they are very close to be a terrible team. Like he, and Lamarcus, even if he's kind of washed on the defensive end, yeah, I think. Like you would rather have him than like a ton of other players. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know how much they can extract in terms of value because there's not a huge value in Lamarck Soldage. Right. But I I would be terrified by the Spurs trying to tank because they they are good to tank. They don't have like Demar doesn't really help you winning. Yeah. Maybe he will win you like a game here and there, but Shea will probably win you more than Demar. And Horford surely wins you more than Demar. And so I'm terrified, Andrew. Terrified by the Spurs. <laughs> Are you yeah. a bit more terrified than what you was like what you were like last week or two weeks ago? I don't no, know I mean, when we discussed that. Not really. Not really. Mm. I think DeJounte Murray is a nice player. Derek White didn't play. Which Oh yeah. You yeah. know. I think that he uh he helps them. Neither did Baisley and or Dort, but but yeah, let's forget about that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, don't don't acknowledge that. Yeah, their bench is bad, like straight yeah. up bad, bad, bad. It's like mm-hmm. Thunder bench bad. Like they've got like Trey Lyles looked like he gained seventy six pounds. <laughs> he was yeah. huge. I mean, yeah. in, in a bad way. Uh, Luka Samanich did not look ready to be in the NBA. No. Uh, Kedebich Jop is on his like fourth team in four months. I mean, it's it's a really bad bench. I mean, they really need... And Vassell was okay, actually. Vassell was all right. Lonnie Marker yeah. was, was not good. They need those guys to step up if they're going to be any good. So that's... I mean, and that's kind of the nature of this team. Derek White will also be coming off the bench apparently if their starting lineup mm-hmm. i mean their starting lineup looks like it, it is what it is mm-hmm. but yeah they're they're not going to be a great team but i have faith that pop will coach them to to mediocrity yeah yeah which probably will mean like 30 30 wins but enough enough about this spurs team that we don't want to discuss uh too <laughs> much let's get into pokushevsky because i was so oh, pumped man. to see him like just jacking trees ask for the ball playing randomly it seems me in the i don't know in the wednesday after wednesday evening wednesday evening basketball games that we play mm-hmm. um it was just all over the place and like probably never in the right place but um but it was great. Like he can really shoot it. Like he can really shoot it. And yeah. his he, he takes a little while to load up, but mm-hmm. if he's just catch and shoot, it's pretty fast. Like he mm-hmm. had that he had that three off the dribble. <clears throat> and it was off the dribble. It just took him a while to load up once he got to his spot. Uh, but he was if you're worried about his confidence, I mean we've had other rookies come in, even uh, I mean, Sabonis was like notoriously very afraid on the court, and yeah. some of that was Russell. Uh, Poku was not at all. There was nothing that scared him out there. He had some r- really great moments and some really bad moments, mm-hmm. uh, but he wasn't afraid to keep trying, yeah. which I think is important. And I think 
Teo really didn't have really any bad moments, and we'll talk about him in a minute. But no. uh, the thing that really encouraged me with Poku is that he did. I mean, he could have he missed his first few shots, and he could have just been like, "Well, it's not my night," and just kind of sulked. But like, it, it got down to the closing minutes of the game, and not that it this game didn't matter if they won or lost it, but. Uh, he basically won them the game by hitting those three threes in a row. Uh, and then he won my heart with his heat check. So it was uh, it was just a terrific, really fun, crazy performance from Poku. And he's a wing. I mean, like, he's just straight up an NBA wing. He is yeah. he is far too skinny to play even play the four yeah. in the NBA. Right now, yes, 100%. And he moves... Like, a, I mean, he still moves like a guard and mm-hmm. can stay in front of wings well enough, much better than he could defend a four or a five. I oh, mean, we, yes. We saw him just yes. get pushed around under the rim. Uh, but he's going for rebounds. The thing that I, that I love about him, this is something we talked about pre-draft, was his grab-and-go ability. And mm-hmm. he, showed, he showed that. And he's going to have to become more in control and more... He's going to have to make the right decisions in transition. But mm-hmm. once that, if he can get that unlocked where he can grab and go and then just drive and get to the rim and finish or drive and find somebody on the perimeter. Like if you can unlock that, it unlocks a lot about the Thunder offense down the road. Now, I don't expect that to just come even this season, but with strength and experience, like that's it's something that could be really really fun for the Thunder at at his size and I I don't know I think he's he's a really really interesting prospect. Yeah, he is, and the the, the dribble is too loose, um, it's too high, so yeah. it's not effective as of today. But like he's he's natural, and I hate to 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 bring in the discussion KD again, uh, because the talent is not there, is clearly not there. Kevin Durant is probably the best scorer of, I would say, the last 20 years and probably more. Yeah. Um, It was so gifted at the same age. But, like, he has a lot of skills that are similar to KD. Now, he's not at that level, he will not be that kind of scorer, but the type of player, he was a guard, KD was a guard in his first year in the league, then he kind of moved to this small forward and came back uh, in his amazing season with Russ out when OKC won 54, I think, uh, and he won MVP, he was playing like, even even point guard. Mm -hmm. So, like, he has that kind of abilities. To a different level, of course, different scale, but those abilities are there, and you can <laughs> he he can curl off screens. Now he didn't do that because probably he didn't have anyone who could screen who could screen well for him. But when Horford will be there, I wonder how they can have a two man game, like two six ten plus players that can handle. They both can handle. Uh, and one can curl off screens and just jack trees. I think that the one uh, that you were, the tree that he, he kind of took off the dribble, mm-hmm. I think he was completely surprised that no one was there to guard him. 
well, I'm that open? Wow, I'm just gonna jack it immediately. Yeah. Like, it's, um, it was great. Again, I don't expect him to go 50% from three. But if you have a guy yeah. like that that shoots like 34%, yep. that's, that seems real. Again, he will have to change his motion a bit because it's too low. He just should like forward and in front of his mouth, basically, which is not mm-hmm. what you want. You are mm-hmm. seven feet tall, so you need to, to, to really um, have a higher release point. Again, also, this is natural. Look KD in the first season and look KD at the end. I mean, the shot was much higher uh, yeah. in older days. So, Yeah, they just need to tweak it. They need to bring him along slowly. Yeah. And with this season, like, they have the time to do that on the yeah. big squad. Like, don't... Please don't be somebody that's saying he needs to spend some time in the G League. No, because, not a minute. No, because, I mean, number one... We don't even know what the G League is going to look like or what's mm-hmm. going to happen with it. And just no. Just no. I can't shake this. And it's this NBA draft that's coming up in 21. I know everybody wants Cade. But can you imagine if they had Poku, Baisley, and Evan Mobley and those were their that's their like front court, like forwards and center? And you just have these three guys that can all grab and go, that can all pass it, that can all shoot it, that are just these... I mean, they're all basically seven feet. Yeah. And they're skinny, and they're wiry, and they're... If they all worked out, now that's a, it's a big if. It's a giant mm-hmm. if, that if they all worked out. But if they all worked out, and you're bad another year, and then you go you can find a wing in the draft after that. And you have Shea as your primary, which we'll talk about Shea. Shea was, he, he was very good. He was, he was very good. He looked ready to have the role that they're going to give him. Yeah. But if you had those three where everybody can grab and go, everybody can shoot it. I mean, that to me is like, that's very, very intriguing to me. Yeah. Uh, because Mo, Mo is putting together like a really impressive season so far as a shot blocker, as yeah. a defender, and then as a guy that can really do almost everything on the offensive end. Yeah, I watched just the game, so I don't want to jump to conclusions because, I again, I want to see more. Uh, but he looks interesting. Yeah. But on the other end, if Kate is there and you get him, you have... Shaded is six 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 seven whatever. Cade yeah. is six eight. Poku that is seven feet tall, and yeah. you have Basley that is six nine whatever. And, and then you can add Maladon. Like you have six mm-hmm. five or more in every position. And if you want to go defense, you have Dort. Oh boy, it will be. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, if you like pick three. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there's. I mean, again, it's too early, but it's interesting. And the point that you can have these discussions is that your roster is so flexible. Yeah. Like, you have players, and I was discussing this uh, yesterday on uh, Thunder After Dark with John Hamm. I mean, I love the idea of having a team where everyone can do almost everything on the court. Yep. 
Mm-hmm. You need specialists. You need a guy that, that shoots the ball particularly well. You need rebounders. Yes, you do. But if you have like four players out of the five that can do basically everything on the court yep. or that can have like a lot of, um, I would say, skills that that are common. Like Shea can be a rebounder. He's not a great rebounder, but he can rebound the ball. He can move the ball. He can attack. He can cut. He can screen. Like the more you have, the better. You have really interchangeable players. And this is mm-hmm. very, very important. Yeah. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. All right, we've held off long enough here. It's the, it's the Teo show. <laughs> it's the Maladorian. Man, the Maladorian. Teo was, he got out, of, got out there on the court and just immediately made an impact. He was the, when he was out there and he played some with Shea too, like he was like the clear point guard. On the yeah. team. I mean, that's what he was. And he's just such a smart player. And the speed of the game did not bother him. Not that this not that this speed was like outrageous or anything, but yeah, that's the part spe- of it. The speed of the game didn't bother him at all. He was able to get to his spots on the offensive end. His vision uh was crazy, really. For a guy that's his age, that's had, you know, the, the level of experience that he's had, not that it was bad, but I was very impressed. I mean, he is just a natural point guard. He's got really good size. He showed great touch. His floater and runner game was on point. I mean, he's he's like very, he was very Tony Parker without really the foot speed, but with like mm-hmm. better, like better touch from distance because that three ball looked really good. Yeah. Uh, and there was one pass, like he had lots of passes. He had a cross court pass for a three to Frank Jackson that I thought was really impressive. There was, mm-hmm. but there was one, and I think he threw it to Kenrich Williams. It was in transition. And I don't even know how he saw it, but yeah. he threw the ball quarter way down the court or longer. And they ended up, he didn't get an assist off of it, but the pass itself was just like, I don't know how you saw that. Yeah. Uh, he, He's ready to play now. I mean, I talked about George Hill possibly coming off the bench because they need a table setter coming off the bench. Well, that's Teo Maladon. Start George Hill. Let Teo be your backup point guard. Bring him in. I mean, he needs to play 20 to 25 minutes a game. I mean, right off the bat. And, like, he's, he's to me, I would not be shocked. I don't think he's a rook, necessarily a rookie of the year candidate, but, like, he's going to make, if he plays like that, he makes the all rookie team. You know, yeah. I mean, he, oh, he oh just, well, if he plays like that for sure, like uh, he he scored twenty. Um, that yeah. part, I'm not confident it will yeah. stay there. Sure, like, like oh, yeah, I mean, he's can, not going to average twenty points a game, but if he averages like eleven, yeah, which, I would be there. The, the points are gonna the points are gonna be there, McKelly. 
The shots are gonna they're gonna be there. I know, but you can you can be like a thirty percent effect thirty percent field goal player. That is, that can still be Maladon. I mean, it, I don't expect him to be that low, yeah. but I don't expect him to be above average in terms of efficiency. Thirty um, percent from the field? No, thirty was an exaggeration. Maybe forty-two, <laughs> forty-one. Uh, yeah, with a fifty, yeah, yeah. with a forty-nine, maybe fifty effective field goal percentage, fifty-two percent, fifty-one percent through shooting, per- something like that. Where you say, "Well, this is not crazy efficient." He's taking mm-hmm. too many shots. He's turn, uh, turning them all over, which he will, uh, and 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 stuff like that. So, I, I don't expect the scoring to be that good. Yeah. I do expect the passing to be at that level because the passing was. Very good. And it, it, it's not that the pass just happened to be there. Like, you have either you have it or you don't. Mm-hmm. You can learn how to pass, but but it's he looks like an admiral. And so that part of his game will be there. And as we know, I mean, passing is something that gives you a floor in the league. Mm-hmm. Even if you are not good, not terribly good at tons of other stuff, and it will be not probably very impactful defensively because he's not strong enough but he knows where to be as we've seen in one of the uh the martyrosan penetration he was just where he was supposed to be so if you are like a savvy defender and you know how to pass and you know which kind of shots you should take which is something that again was in full display i don't know how how you fail I mean, you can because everyone can fail. You can like your lives can take turns and whatever. But he seems like a legit, legitimate player or a guy that he using something that you would say. Uh, he looks. He's like totally a guy. a guy. Yeah, he, he went looks from, like a guy. Yeah, he went from dude to guy in a matter of minutes for me. <laughs> it was. It was really. I don't. I mean, it was very impressive. It was a. He couldn't. I don't know that he could have played better. I mean, he shot fifty percent from the field, fifty percent mm-hmm. from three, five boards, the two assists. I mean, I don't. I haven't looked up what his potential assists could be. I don't even know if NBA.com is tracking that right now. But yeah, I, I, much I, higher I, than I, that. I don't trust that number. Yeah. Today. Yeah. It it would be much higher than that. Mm-hmm. Just had guys guys missing shots, but uh, it was very a very impressive outing from from Teo. He, he looks yeah. ready, and that's, I mean, that's the that's thing about this team compared to, like, those Sixers teams, like the nine-win Sixers team. Mm-hmm. There was just nobody on that team to watch that was interesting at all. Yeah. And that was the most difficult thing about getting through that season and why people were so averse to it is that you watch that team, you're like, there's, like, no NBA players on that team at all. Yeah. And there's definitely not an NBA player that's setting the table for any of these guys. I mean, it was bad. Even looking at the Warriors from last year when you didn't have Steph or Draymond out there, I mean, you have to like really squint your eyes hard to see any guy that's going to stick in the NBA. Well, that's it's just not the case with this Thunder team. This is why I'm scared. I, this is why I'm terribly scared. Because I was I was counting in my mind, uh, like Horford will probably he's a starter, clear. He started on, he, yeah, every team. 28 to 2019. Like, yeah. maybe he doesn't start in Philly because it's Philly. Uh, George Hill will start in 25 out of 30 teams, most likely. Shea will start on 30 out of 30 teams. Yeah. Lou Dort will probably start on 
10? Half the teams, yeah. Yeah. Let's stay low. 10. And then you have Baisley, who will probably not start, but be in the rotation of 30 teams. Muscala would be in the rotation of 30 teams. They are Maybe. too good. In rotation? Yeah. Like as a 10th player? Yeah, I mean, he wasn't really in the Thunder's rotation last year. Yeah, but they had like two big men before yeah. him. But you're right. Let's say 50% of the teams. We're trying to stay well, low. We're trying to stay yeah. low. 20% of the teams. It's still NBA material. Like, if you put yeah. Muscala in Houston, he will play. I, I can tell you that. Or in yeah. Philly, he will probably find ways to be better than Mike Scott. Or, 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 or stuff like that. I don't even know if Mike Scott is still there. I he is. Yep. He probably is, yes. Yep. Um, so, they are... They are really too good. And I am scared. Trevor Ariza. Yeah, thank God he's not here. He will be a starter <laughs> in no team, probably, but off the bench in many. Yeah. I mean, they're going to... I mean, you can offset it a little bit with a lot of Hamadou Diallo, lots of TJ Leaf. Oh, Hami. Frank Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, you it need was, to play Hami. This is your tanking card. Yeah. And I, I feel I'm too harsh on him. But you are. I, you are. I just yeah, I know. I, I I just like he took three mid-range shots that were mm -hmm. early in the clock with no real reason to take them. Why? Do you think you're just, good at that? It's just feeling it, man. It's just feeling it. Yeah, that's that's the problem, that you feel that your shot is a like an 18 feet two-pointer off the dribble. This mm -hmm. is an issue, like a big issue. <laughs> like, why are you taking that shot? I mean, I can get away with your, like, stubborn dribble drive against, like, three guys. Yes, you are athletic enough, and 50% of the time you can score, which is not great, but still not terrible. The mid-range shots, I just, I just don't know. Like, yeah, why? When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When it was time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com dunk. That's linkedin.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. They they need to trade George Hill like sooner than later. Yeah. Because he just adds a level of competence 
that we really don't need, honestly. Nor want. <laughs> Especially I mean, want. You can slide. I mean, I guess Lou Dort just takes his spot, and then you have a guy that doesn't shoot it and defends. You know, like that's... Yeah. Why are you saying that? Well, let's... You, do we need to break it down for you? I know no, you're no, a guy the, that knows the, the numbers. The, the non-shooting of Ludor. I, I, I'm really ashamed of you. Like, there is zero trust <laughs> on Lou's development path. Yeah, I mean, it's just very rare that a guy like that goes from year one to year two and just learns to shoot it. Right? Yeah, fair. <laughs> shall, <laughs> we set the, shall we set the bar at 30.5? Yeah, yeah. Under sure. or over 30, 30.5? I mean, it's with... I would say under. Oh, really? Under. He was, yeah. I mean, he shot twenty nine percent from three last year. Twenty nine point eight. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, under. Okay. People know people, and people know Lou Dort now. I mean, last yeah. year, Austin Rivers, even going into the playoffs, admitted that he didn't even know who this guy was. <laughs> So people so, know Lou Dort now. So you have more space, right? I, I don't know. I mean, not necessarily. I mean, that, that could also... We also have to acknowledge that there's no scouting report on Teo Maladon out there. Yeah. And over the course of the next three weeks, there's going to be one. Mm-hmm. And then how does he adjust? And that yeah. happens with, all the, with, with every rookie that comes in. There's no scouting report... On Alexi Pokashevsky. Now everybody's going to know. Okay, this guy's going to shoot it no matter what. So yep. you need to stay on him. Which is and great. Things, things are going to change mm-hmm. for these guys. This was game one. This was... Nobody knows what to expect from this Thunder team. Well, they're going to develop a game plan over the course of the next three weeks to beat this Thunder team. I think they surprised the Spurs with their effort and their ball movement and the way that... I mean, they just, they didn't look like a Thunder team, you know? Mm-hmm. I and mean, some of that is that they don't have a superstar on the team, which this is the, this is year one without a superstar on the team for the Thunder ever. And it's going it to look though? different. Huh? Will it be, though, in May, <laughs> uh, the first year without a superstar? Are I you think so. confident? Okay. Yeah, I'm confident. Okay. Superstar. I'm optimistic. Today I'm optim- maybe because Christmas is almost here, but I feel <laughs> I don't know. I'm talking about I a smell guy that can make- <laughs> I'm talking about a guy that can make first team All NBA. Oh no, okay, no, in their no, career, no, 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 no. Oh, maybe, maybe not. I mean, may- maybe. I mean that, but that's. I mean, what's that? First like team a- is is a tall it's, task. It's if you- really hard to make the first team, and the Thunder have yeah. been. Overly blessed with guys that can make the first yeah. team. No, first team is is not insane. to me today. I, I would I wouldn't bet on that. All NBA once. I I lean more yes than no, but it's still hard to do. Yeah, still hard. It's st- still really hard to do. You have to be one of the best fifteen players in any mm-hmm. given season. Yeah, and it's been a long time since the Thunder haven't had a guy like that. And yeah. Shea can get there. He's got the ceiling to get there. Everything has to go right, yeah, for it to happen. I mean, this is—he's—he's he's got the talent, but it's still you have to put it together. You have to win. You have to. 
Sure. To do a lot of things to get there. And he's got to be the best player on the team. And will he be the best player on the team in three years? The Thunder hope that he's not. You know? Well, I don't know if they hope that. I think they believe that the path to a NBA title is through somebody else. Hmm. That is a strong statement or a strong idea. I don't know. I mean, if you How's, tell why me... Why is that a strong idea? Why? Hmm. No, I don't, I don't really see uh, a Luka Doncic or a LeBron James or an Anthony Davis in, or a Kevin Durant in Shea Gilgis Alexander. That is yeah. quite true. Yeah. Um, and if you're saying, well, I want that guy, sure. He is no generational talent. Yeah. Generational, it means to me, Harden is borderline, not a generational talent. He's not like a top 10 NBA player all time. Whereas mm-hmm. Luca, LeBron, maybe not even Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, these are like legendary players that, yeah. that can shape a, a league. And once a decade, guys. Yeah. Like once a decade, you get a guy like that. And the problem with Harden, Westbrook, and Curry is that we all had them in at the same time. But if you have to rank them, no, nobody will be close to LeBron or to KD in terms of talent. And probably nobody will be closer to Luka. Um, yeah. I'm that high on Luka. I know it is not there yet, but he's a guy that is doing stuff at an early age that nobody did. Mm-hmm. But Shea is not very far from... The second year of Kawhi, PG, Anthony Davis, uh, Harden, and Westbrook, and John Wall, and name every other all-star, Chris Paul even. Like we are talking about guys like like a guy that in a winning on a winning team, he averaged 20 a game. He completely changed his position to average mm-hmm. 19 uh, points a game. He was not great in the playoffs, but it was not bad. He still averaged 16 and a half, 17, whatever, on good numbers in terms of efficiency. He didn't make a leap, but as we discussed many times, it wasn't the series for him. There was no big man to attack. And, yeah. I mean, a great player probably adjusts, but not even James Harden had a great series against OKC. Like, it wasn't a great right. series for, for James Harden or Russell mm-hmm. Westbrook. Mm-hmm. So, I really want to temper the the Shea is not a number one guy on a team. I don't know that. He's probably not at that level, almost surely. But if you give him like another guy that is on the same level, maybe you have enough. Of course you want to draft a generational player. If that is the idea, sure, of course. And Kate can be that. Yeah, then, then, then I agree. I mean, you want a number, like a once-in-a-lifetime talent. That, yes... Mm-hmm. But among like the second tier of guys, I don't know that Shea doesn't belong there. I don't know that Shea will never be an All-NBA guy. I, I think he will be. He can be. The guy averaged 20 in a good team. That, that is something that like very rarely happened yeah. for like normal players. Yeah. I just have to see it. I haven't seen it yet. I just need to see it. That's all. 
He's got well, it's you, it's, you, it's you, there. You saw something. Yeah, I think he's good. Don't okay. I don't want this to turn into like I think that Shea is not good. I think the vision for the Thunder, the vision that they have, and it's clear that this is the vision that they have, or else they mm-hmm. wouldn't be doing everything they're doing, is that they want to acquire top end talent, top sure. ten, top five level players in the NBA. That's mm-hmm. what they want to do. That is the goal. That's why all this is happening. That's why they traded everybody. That's why they will trade George Hill. It's why they will trade, try to trade Al Horford. Mm-hmm. It's why all this is happening. It's because they want top-level talent because they would like to win an NBA title. Now, could you develop the guys you have now and become Indiana Pacers good? Probably so. You probably could. In a few years, you could be good enough to be in the middle of the pack. If you continue to draft and continue to try to field a team and you kept Horford and you kept George Hill and you try to convince Trevor Reza to come and play, yeah, you could get there. And then you sign a free agent or two, like overpay somebody to come play in OKC, yada, yada. Like you could get there. But that the vision is that's not the vision. The vision is we need to get top five picks in the draft. Yeah, and we want to. That's your. That's the best shot OKC has to bringing in a generational type of talent. And I'm not trying to slight Shea. All I'm saying is that if if the Thunder get to where they want to go, Shea won't be the best player on the team. He'll be the second, third, or third best player on the team. And that's that means that this team is not Indiana Pacers good, but they're Lakers good. They're Title favorite, good. That's that's where they want to go. On the flip side of your argument, you discuss the Indiana Pacers, but the Indiana Pacers don't have a guy who could be in five years a top fifteen players in the, in a fifteen player in the league. You're such a I didn't take you for a Domas hater, but I guess I guess no, that's what you are. I guess that's what you are. <laughs> no, I do think that. Um, Shea has another gear compared to the um, the other guys, um, but I I mean we're not that far. I I think I'm probably higher than most on Shea, uh, and I'm yeah. not too worried about the bubble experience where he didn't shine uh, like others, yeah. like Jamal Murray. Um, mm-hmm. But again, he is way ahead of the curve compared to other guys and and yeah and i think that he has like another gear defensively to get to uh which other guys he's a lot bigger we didn't we haven't said that he was a lot bigger yeah yeah he was bulldozing guys yeah (laughs) getting at the rim that is something that that can change a lot for him like if he can get to the rim whenever he wants which seemed like the case Mm-hmm. Which seemed like the case. Again, I understand what, what your point. Like, if Shea is too good this year, you will probably be in a worse spot than having a normal year and mm-hmm. getting a top five. Sure, 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 sure. But if Shea is that good, then you have to 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 rethink a bit because if he's a guy even as good, like a tad better than Devin Booker or a guy like that, it's hard mm-hmm. to tank. You can get a lottery pick because this is what happens in the West is not anywhere close to be a guy like Chris Paul who brings you to the playoffs but he's also a guy that probably will win you 35 games 32 games in a normal season mm-hmm. which is not 
horrible. And I do think I lean that way. Like, I smell greatness there. Maybe not, like, all-NBA uh, first-team greatness, but... Yeah. Again, I, if the if the three-point shot is real off the dribble, which, like, the one mm-hmm. it took was awesome, and you can generate, like, six, seven, eight uh, free throw um, from the line, we're talking about, like, a 25-26% score, uh, point yeah. score. yeah. Which means very close to an all-star level. Yeah, we'll see. He's, I mean, maybe I, I expected Ferguson to 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 be a guy that could take like five trees a game, yeah, and hit them. And that was not the case. So everything can change. But if you ask yeah, me to bet today, don't don't you put that stench on Shay? Don't you do that? Don't do that. No, maybe it's me. Maybe it's me being wrong and being too optimistic. <laughs> I. I, I've been wrong many, many times. I yeah. I don't remember which was my worst draft crush ever, but there are some. Well, anyway, I'll think about yeah. it. But um, it seems yeah, real think, to me. Yeah, I, I think Shea will be a 25 points per game guy this year. And I think that's, that's there. Uh, I was closer... Hoopsock69 says he thinks it'll be 28 points per game. I was closer to that before I saw them play. But when I saw like this ball movement heavy offense where I just wonder if they're going to move the ball too much for him to even get that. But well, he, we'll see. He, he got thir- 13 in 19 minutes. Yeah. How many minutes do you think he plays? 38. Yeah. 35, 36. Yeah, 35, like 34, 35. I mean, I don't think what I don't I I mean, I wouldn't play him 38. I wouldn't play him. I would unleash him. Just go. Yeah, unleash him in 35 minutes. Now, now you're talking. I mean, if you if he plays, I mean, you're worried about them winning too many games. If he's playing 38 to 40 minutes a game, you don't need that. We need we need more developmental minutes out there. We need more. (laughs) Can can Frank Jackson be a point guard? Let's figure that out in the month of February. All right. Yeah, I mean, goodness. Like we need to, we need to be able to uh, explore the the roster a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> no, it makes uh, sense. <laughs> oh man, the Thunder play again Wednesday night in OKC against the Chicago Bulls. Uh, should be interesting. Billy Billy comes home. We'll get to uh, to see this Bulls team that have has looked rather atrocious. Yeah, uh, that that caused Billy Donovan to to curse after after the first game that they played. But yeah, it should be should be an interesting game. If the Thunder do what they did to the Spurs against the Bulls, it would be very very weird. But um, yeah. it's very possible because that team does not look good. So uh, hope you guys have a great rest of your Monday. We'll talk to you guys again Wednesday morning with Alex Spears previewing that game. Also going over Western Conference over unders. Uh, follow McKelly on Twitter at Mikey Barrow. You can follow me on Twitter, Andrew K. Schlecht. Have a great day. Enjoy it. We'll talk to you guys on Wednesday.